time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Thursday, July 9th. Gold avoided the ritualistic price decline in overnight trading early Wednesday morning and instead took off like a tardy July 4th bottle rocket starting around 2 a.m. New York time. You gotta love Dave Kranzler's metaphors here every morning. (laughs) Gold traded as high as $1,830 per the August futures contract before settling around $1,820. The Mining Stock Journal attributed the strength in the gold to both strong demand from India for physically deliverable gold bars and a big drop in the U.S. dollar on Wednesday. Meanwhile, silver shot up nearly 50 cents and jumped over $19, September contract basis, outperforming gold by 4 to 1 ratio on a percentage gain basis. The gold-silver ratio tanked another 1.8 points and closed right on the top of its 200-day moving average, at 95. The mining stocks per the GDX ETF were up 3.26%. The Mining Stock Journal said that based on sentimental indicators that the market is getting a bit frothy, especially the riskiest juniors, and that it expects a short and sweet pullback before the entire sector heads to much higher levels by the end of the summer. The next issue of the Mining Stock Journal will be released this afternoon. It will contain capital management suggestions as well as presenting a new idea for a gold exploration junior based in Nevada with huge upside potential. You can go visit a subscription to that at investmentresearchdynamics.com. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources trades on the TSX Venture under ITR, and in, for the meantime, on the OTCQX under IRRZF. Integra Resources is advancing the Delamar Gold Silver Project in southwest Idaho through aggressive drilling and exploration. The latest resource estimate released earlier this summer showed approximately 4 million gold equivalent ounces in the measured and indicated category. The maiden PEA for the project established a net present value of $473 million and an IRR of 43%. The management of Integra successfully sold its previous Brownfields project for $590 million in the summer of 2017. Read more about the company and its successful management team at IntegraResources.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Yesterday, Visla Resources shared more new drill results from the Napoleon Vein Corridor at the Panuco Gold Silver Project in Mexico. A total of 11 holes have been completed to date at Napoleon, with results returned for the mineralized intervals of four holes. High-grade intercepts have been returned and included 8,000 grams per ton silver equivalent over 6 meters with a sub-interval of just over 21,000 grams per ton silver equivalent over 0.85 meters. The company will continue to drill the Napoleon Vein system and the multiple other drill targets in the vein systems across the Panuco district. A second rig is currently turning at Cordon El Oro. This morning, Visla announced it has entered into a bot deal financing of $25 million, 
consisting of over 13 million shares at a price of $1.87 per unit. Each unit consists of one common share and one purchase warrant with a strike price of $2.40 expiring in two years. Eric Sprott has agreed to purchase $10 million of the offering. Visa trades on the TSX Venture with VZLA and on the OTCQB with VIZSF. Tudor Gold says it has completed the first set of diamond drill holes at their flagship property, the Treaty Creek located in the heart of the Golden Triangle of northwestern British Columbia. Results reported today included 0.845 grams per ton gold equivalent over 973 meters and 1.34 grams per ton gold equivalent over 69 meters. There are many more holes reported on this morning's press release, so please refer back to that release for the full rundown of those results. Tudor Gold intends to extend the diamond drill hole program up to possibly 35,000 meters from the original plan of 20,000 meters and is fully funded to do so. The initial drilling this season has yet to delineate the limits of the Gold Storm system as it remains open in all directions and to depth. Tudor Gold trades on the TSX Venture with TUD. Osisco Gold Royalties announced it has received approximately 12,300 attributable gold equivalent ounces and recorded preliminary revenues of $40.8 million during the three months ended June 30th. Preliminary cost of sales, excluding depletion, was $13 million, resulting in a cash operating margins of approximately $27.8 million Canadian. Excluding offtakes, Cisco's cash operating margin on royalties and streams reached a record of 94.8% during the second quarter of 2020. A Cisco Gold Royalty trades on the TSX and the NYSC with the symbol OR. Inco One Gold says it has signed a one-year ore purchase agreement for 40,000 tons of gold-bearing material with a subsidiary of PPX Mining Corp. Under the terms of the OPA, PPX will deliver 40,000 tons, approximately 110 tons per day of gold-bearing material during the first year, with a minimum grade of 8 grams of gold per ton to the company's Cori One processing facility. Initial shipments will commence during Q3 from gold-bearing material that is currently on PPX's stockpile. Additionally, and in line with the Peruvian government decree announced on June 4th outlining a staged restart of industrial activity across the country, PPX is in the process of restarting production at its Igor project in order to ramp up to previous production levels. Eco one trades on the TSX Venture with IO and on the OTC markets with INCAF. In quarterly production news, Torex Gold announced Q2 production of 59,500 ounces. Great Panther reported production of 38,500 gold equivalent ounces. Endeavor Silver produced just under 600,000 ounces of silver and 5,800 ounces of gold. Galliano produced just under 70,000 ounces of gold, while Mandalay Resources says they produced just under 25,000 ounces of gold equivalent. Financings reported today, in addition to the news from Visla, included a fifty excuse me included a fifteen million dollar investment by Eric Sprott into Steep Gold, a five million dollar private placement for Longcore Resources, 
$83 million deal for Cisco Metals. McDonald Mines also announced a $2 million flow-through charity deal this morning. That's it from all of us here at Mining Stock Daily. This morning we'll be back throughout today. We have a lot of interviews, another busy day scheduled for today, and in preparation for tomorrow morning's in-depth interview where we should have Sam Broom from Sprott as a guest, and we also welcome back Samson Lee from Hong Kong. So that will be that will air tomorrow morning after some corporate comments and corporate updates produced later today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you have not done so already. And for anyone with follow-up questions, please feel free to email me, trevor at clearcreekdigital.com. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.